When you're looking for reliable information, where do you go? Have you ever found yourself wading through what seemed like endless stacks of books, eight sessions into therapy with someone you were just not vibing with, or scrolling through your feed looking for some kind of connection? Far too often in today's world, we're searching for truth and aching for support in ways and places that are just no good for us. We select a credible source based off of accolades and other material factors instead of seeking advice from the people who have actually experienced the shit that we're going through. Whether you're a mom trying to figure it all out for the first time, an entrepreneurial spirit who's ready to take the lead, or someone who's interested in chatting about the things that people normally don't want to talk about, the Credible Sources Podcast has something for you. Hey everybody, it's Becca. Thank you so much for tuning back in to another Credible Sources podcast. Today's Credible Source is once again Jess Rahuba, who is a Level 2 Certified Human Design Specialist. This is part two of our human design conversation. So if you're just happening to see this episode first, there is a prior episode that you might want to listen to before you dive into this one. If you want to reach out to Jess, if you're interested in working with her, having her run your chart for free, or maybe scheduling a one-on-one session, please check out the show notes where you can get all of the information for the best ways to contact her. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Human Design has really given me some perspective and shifted the way that I view my self and how I fit into this world. And I hope that you can learn something here to take away that can do the same for you. Let's just just talk about like what, like why does human design even matter? Like real quick, what is it? And like, why do we care what it is? Okay. So it's um, like the new astrology is what some people are calling it. So it's a mix of astrology, um, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, um, quantum fix, physics and the chakra system but what that really means and what really like matters about it is okay. that it's a system that ultimately shows people like who they are their truest self and um, it breaks it down into like energies and where each person has consistent energies and where they take in other people's energies and the energies from around the world it's it also gives you a guide for decision making and that is what really like stands out to me and why I thought it was like really cool at first um, because I'm very indecisive as everybody knows so this <laughs> it really helped me to learn you know what kind of decision making works for me and um, so yeah it gives you a decision making tool that you know helps you get the best out of your life in the future because like just said you know it's a decision-making tool that's specific to like, and it corrects me like anytime I'm wrong because like I'm not the certified person here. Um, but, you know, we can use this as a tool to get to know ourselves better so that like we can show up in a way that like better suits us every day. And right. what people are finding is like when you're frustrated or when you're depressed or when you're anxious or when you're just sad or whatever, you're most likely not letting your design work for you. You're like going against the way that you were built. Is that right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We didn't talk about that the other day. Um, but yeah, those are basically your not self themes. So we'll definitely talk about the different things that people feel, um, which basically is just when they're out of alignment. And it's it's like a telltale sign that you're out of alignment. Okay, awesome. Okay. And then as we talked about this in part one, we went over the, sh- the types and we went over the strategies. So for those of you who are, are you know new to this again, watch part one so that you can get all the details. But basically what it boils down to is we run this chart, we find out what our type is. Every type has a different strategy. So for example, I'm a manifesting generator and my strategy is to respond, to wait to respond, to to wait to respond. So that's my strategy. <laughs> so, but yeah. Okay. So I have this strategy, right? 
we we talked about those last well two weeks ago right in our first session so what we're talking about today is not only do we have a uh, when we have our type do we have our strategy but we also have a not self theme is that correct like that's where we're going tonight right so what would a manifesting generator like myself what would my not self theme be so your not self theme would be frustration mainly but then also anger because you're a manifesting generator so let me just go over them a manifester their not self theme would be anger a generator would be frustration then a manifesting generator you get the best of both worlds so you would get both um projectors are bitterness and then reflectors are disappointment because I kind of want to know what everybody is and if they're not self themes make sense. Because I know when I first found out that my not self theme was frustration, basically what that's saying is when I'm frustrated, I'm like not, uh, I don't know how to explain it other than like I'm not in alignment. So I don't know if you have better words to explain what not self theme is, but I just started noticing like, Am I getting frustrated? Well, it's probably because I'm like going against exactly how I'm built. Exactly. That's definitely what it is. Because so you have your strategy that each type has. So your strategy is to wait to respond. Um, so when you make these decisions without waiting to respond to something and you're out of reality and you just like make a decision, make a decision, make a decision then usually something along the line is going to make you frustrated because you're going to be like, yeah, I'm really frustrated that I did this and I wasted my time or yeah. really frustrated with this situation in general because you're not in, you're not where you're supposed to be because you didn't wait to respond to something. Because yeah. I know that whenever I learned that it was really like kind of eye opening because that's all I would say. I was like, I'm just so frustrated, like at my job. Or I'm so frustrated with this. I'm so frustrated with that. And I never, I personally never really used the words anger or I'm, I've never really, angry wasn't one of my go-to words. It was always frustrated. So it just really like rings true with me that that would be my not self theme. So now when I realize that I'm frustrated with something, I like take a step back and I'm like, how did I get here? I probably didn't wait to respond to something. Yeah. So what we're saying is, you have this, you know, you, you find out your type, you're going to see your type when you run your chart. So you might be a reflector, projector, generator, manifesting generator, like whatever you are, you're going to see that you have this strategy. And then you're going to see you have a not self theme. So basically, when we're not in like congruency with our strategy, we might see symptoms of our not self theme. Right, exactly. So you can see how like awesome this would be to know like wouldn't it be nice if we just knew this about ourselves already and like at some point we probably do because like you said like you're always saying like or you were like i'm frustrated i'm frustrated but like you weren't really listening to yourself like you were just frustrated and like now i'm sure since you've especially been studying this like way more than any of us you're like making changes because you're like okay so instead of me like charging forward doing these things and getting frustrated why don't i just like hang tight and wait to respond right and then i'm like i'm not frustrated anymore and it's like holy shit like newsflash you know so is that like how it would work like maybe could we give an example of another um strategy and not self-theme for somebody who might be like a projector yeah, so a projector, their not self theme is bitterness. Um, and that comes in because their strategy is to wait for the invitation. So if you're a projector, you are supposed to wait for invitations for big things like your career, um, you know, your love life relationships, different things like that. So projectors can get really bitter if they're if they're living in a world which we all are where everything's like you have to go do it you have to do it for yourself you have to go now do it now and it's like do go non-stop and that's just not how a projector's energy is set up 
a projector is meant to wait and sometimes it can be for a long time so whenever they see all these manifestors and all these manifesting generators and generators going and doing all the things i said all the things um <laughs> i didn't mean to but everyone says all the things like nowadays so i'm not sure what that's about but yeah I mean, but it's like true it's like all these things all the things so when they're sitting there, you know, following their strategy, waiting for an invitation, they can get super bitter and be and just think, why can't I do that? I want to do it. I want to go get the things like I want to go do this, but it's not in their strategy. So um, the so their not self theme is bitterness. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but I think this is a good point for us to talk about something that actually came up after the last talk. We were getting some private messages and I was like, really like sending them to Jess because like she's the expert here. But, um, you know, we had some people who were questioning, like they were reading some more on their own and like, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm this type or oh my gosh, I'm that type. And it's like, by no means, just like with any other kind of like behavioral, physical, mental, emotional, whatever, like we are all so divinely unique and made that like we don't want you to feel like you're in some sort of box and we don't want you to feel afraid of like what the design is like built for or saying or anything like that. And also don't want you to like use it as a crutch, you know, because I love tools like this and I love things that are available to us, but there are all these like self-help things and all these options out there for us and all these tools, right? Like we're just calling them tools, but it, it could also like, I'm a Sagittarius and that's why I did it. Like I could very easily just be like, well, you know what I mean? Like we right. don't want anybody being fearful of the, of the system or like using it as a way to like get out of things and kind of like escape something because I could very easily, like we all could just like blame our design, but you yeah. know, the truth is that we should let the design work for us in a way that's like helping us to be a better version of ourselves, understand ourselves better. And if we're understanding ourselves better then we should be like understanding those even if it's like um, in an abstract way, like we're getting to know ourselves better. So it's like we can hold space for other people without just like jumping the gun, you know, like expecting something. And, and it explains a lot, you know, about us, for example, because we are two different types. And we talked about this in the first part of the conversation. To, to maybe know what your partner is or what your children are um, mm -hmm. or the people that are in your life and in your work group. Because, you know, if you have a bunch of manifestors together and no generators, or if you have, you know, people who aren't the reflectors, the ones who normally wait like forever before making a decision, yeah. you know, something like that. And then, and me, it's like, I'm so impulsive. Like, I don't even know where I'm at or what I'm doing sometimes to have like somebody like that, it like probably wouldn't work very, like not that it couldn't work, but you would right. understand a little better, like where each other's role is in exactly. the body, you know? Yeah. And I love that you just said that because like, that's exactly what these types are. They're different roles that each one of us, each one of our types plays out in society, you know, in like a perfect world, we would each be living exactly our strategies and, you know, we'd have the manifestors there initiating everything. Then you'd have the generators and the manifesting generators coming in and doing all the work and getting all the work done. And then you have the projectors coming in as like supervisors kind of and directors. And then you have the reflectors who kind of um, not like survey, but basically reflect the energy and kind of like survey and see like where everything's standing. Yeah. So in like more of a, you know, worldly way of putting it, you know, each of us do have like a physical role and it's just finding the, the, like the right career and everything like that to use your energy the best way and that you're meant to be using it. 
Yeah, and I think this is so cool too because I was actually just at a local school earlier today and we were like kind of talking about how, um, you know, the school systems are really acknowledging now and, you know, I've not like taught full time in, in the school, so I don't want to like turn it into some other conversation, but basically what I picked up on was we're starting to acknowledge in a little more detail that we are different and that, you know, different students learn differently. And, and I don't even want to say student because it's just people in general, you know, adults, students, children, whatever. It's like, we are just all so different anyway, that how could we all ever be like treated the same and expect the same kinds of results? Like some of us need a little more help in certain areas. Like we have strengths, we have weaknesses. Right. And that's okay. And instead of like, instead of judging somebody else because of where they are, or instead of feeling sorry for yourself because of where you are, just working your design, working your strengths, like knowing what, what your limits are, knowing what your boundaries are, knowing what it looks like when you pass those boundaries and knowing like that you can live like an amazing, exceptional life if you choose to. And that this is just one more tool to show you like how to do it. Right. Exactly. Cool. So, um, profiles, how many pro are there a certain amount of profiles? Then we can talk about our profiles and see if anybody else is, um, you, you know, open to sharing their profile that we can talk about. Yeah. So there's what profiles are, are there kind of like, um, personality traits and you get, you have two of them. Um, one's a conscious and one's an unconscious. So, all that really means is that you're pretty like you're more aware of one over the other. Um, for me, I think it's pretty like equal though, like my conscious and unconscious. Um, they're made up of six different lines is what they're called. So six different personality traits and each person gets two. So the unconscious and the conscious. So um, for example, I'm a five one. So um, what that means is my line one, which is that five one, um, that means that I am very, um, I like to investigate things before I feel comfortable. And that is the complete truth. I do not feel comfortable with something unless I've researched it for like eight months. <laughs> Um, so, uh, that's that the five is, uh, for some reason it's slipping my mind what that one's called, but, um, let me just pull something up. So I was going to say, I would talk about mine, but like, I'm not exactly sure what it is. I can't remember. Um, so the five is a heretic. So what that basically means is that um, I kind of like to hide out. I don't, which is so true of me too. I'm not like the person that wants to be like right in the spotlight. Um, but it's, I, I like to hide out, but I kind of get like pulled out into, um, you know, society and things like that. Um, kind of like right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like right now. Um, so I've done a lot of research for this moment, <laughs> except today I didn't really do that much. Um, so that kind of like gives you an example of what a, a profile is like. Uh, so yours is your three, six. Yes. So that means that you have the sixth line has three different stages of its life. So yours gets broken up into, um, so like when you're born until you're roughly like 30, um, and that phase is a very experimental phase. So that's why you do like all different things, you know, different jobs even. Uh, this is the one that people would say it's like trial and error, like you learn by trial and error, except for six lines it's like 
not at all error. You know, like that's just how you learn by trial and error. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, because you're a three also, you're a three six, uh, it's kind of like double that because that's exactly what a three is. So for the first 30 years of your life, you're living this like super, super experimental phase, which I think makes a lot of sense for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because you just learn a lot. You do so many different things. And, like, that's just how you learn. Um, and then from when you're, like, 30 to 50, roughly, um, you kind of, you know, like, scale it back a little bit. You, like, ponder on everything you learn. And uh, they say you, like, go on a roof. Um, but it's just basically you are taking everything you learned and kind of, like, thinking about it, learning a little more about it. and then. Your third stage is you coming off the roof, is what they say, and mm -hmm. you are now, after you've experimented for your first, like, third of your life, and then you've thought about it all, and you've just, like, sat with it all, you've learned so much that now coming off the roof, and in your third stage, you're now a role model, and you can, you know, teach people, and you're, you know, just a role model for anybody that kind of falls into the categories that you've been learning about yeah so that's, that's awesome. um we have a one three and a four six okay so that um so that one three it's kind of like a combination between um the two things that i already talked about so the one three would be the one is the um investigator so depending on if it's your conscious or your unconscious or I don't think that really truly matters. I think that both of my profile lines show, but it could be different for other people. Um, so the one is an investigator. So you probably like to learn as much as you can about every single thing. At least that's how I am with my one. Um, before you feel comfortable with, you know, sharing things or doing something, you like to, you like to investigate and learn. And then, um, that third line is the experimenting line. So you've probably had a lot of what people would say trial and error. Um, but that's just how you learn. So like, don't get down on yourself for feeling like, Oh, well, why, why do I get so many different jobs or why, did these relationships not work like that's just how you learn through experimenting yeah so that was a one three we had somebody who was a four six i think well i mean i can just talk about a four six like it's okay <laughs> because really what it comes to is the different lines so if you hear um you know if i maybe talk about a five one and you're a one three like you'll know that that one is still the same for you. You know, all the lines are the same. Um, it's just the combinations that people have. So what did we just say? A four, a four, six. So what's the difference between if the number's first or second? Did you explain that? It's just the unconscious and conscious. I, okay. Yeah. So one of them's just more like apparent. Um, the your sun and rising sign like what right? isn't it isn't it kind of like that like how we have our our sun sign or what is it like our sun sign and our that's like more apparent like i'm a sagittarius but then oh. like my subconscious sign that's like i didn't realize like what you were saying but I yeah like the sun sign would be like like who you are like to the world, like what everybody sees of you or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like that. So no, all I'm not astrology. <laughs> like, I'm not an astrologist, astrologer. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm an idiot. Okay. Why am I so pixelated over here? Oh well. Um four six. I think is where we were. Yeah. And then just real quick with the unconscious and conscious. So you have those in your profile, but you also have just going to show you really fast. So do you see how some of those lines are red and some are black? Yes. 
So the that means too that one's conscious and one's unconscious. So once you, if you would ever be curious or get a reading or something, um, the conscious lines are the ones that you're uh, kind of like more aware of, and then the unconscious you're kind of um, the conscious, I guess I would say, are more like a personality trait. And then the unconscious are kind of just like what you are born with and what you more are. And they're harder to change. They're harder to, you know, like, harder to, like, adjust and change, basically. Yeah, they're more defined, I guess. Is that how you would say it, maybe? Um, I mean, they're all technically defined, so you couldn't really say that. But, yeah. yeah design uses the word defined, like, differently, so... Yeah. Anyways. yeah. But anyway, that's not important. We can talk about profiles more. Okay. So a fourth line is um, known for their network of people. They they say that like a fourth line would never have to stay in a hotel because they have friends everywhere. Um, in Miami, literally as we speak, staying at a friend's house. No, no. She's going Friday night. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is so um fourth lines are kind of like they um get their op their opportunists they get their opportunities through their network of friends that's what a fourth line is um so that fits for step i'd say <laughs> yeah totally and then what was the other one she was a two yeah um so a two is the hermit so a 4-2 or a 2-4, whatever she said she was, is kind of like a contradicting profile. So she has like all these friends. And <laughs> so much, not to pick on you, Steph. <laughs> um, so she has all these friends and, you know, that's how she gets her opportunity. But she also likes to be a hermit. And but the thing with being a second line is that like she like she enjoys being home, but she also like always gets called out to be like doing something. So even if she might like to be at home, she's always going to get called out by somebody, you know, like she's yeah. never going to really truly be like alone, not yeah. necessarily alone in the sense of like her life, but just, um, you know, she'll be like right. always called out. No, I love that. And I mean, again, like not to just like make this like to pick on Steph or, or like anything like that, but like we've had conversations about when she feels like she like wants to, and I like, I'm sure there are other people out there who can relate to this. Like when she wants to be at home, like just working on something, doing her own thing. It's like, she might be getting calls that are distracting. And then that's just like, it, it's it probably turns into whatever her not self theme is, you know, and I'm not sure what her not self. Well, actually, she's a man. <laughs> Steph says, yes, tell me everything, Jess. <laughs> I think you're actually a manifesting generator. So, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, I can see how that would be beneficial. And that's what it like, in my opinion, what it forces us to do is to sit and look and be like, OK, what are the benefits of being a two four where like I can be home all the time but you know I'm constantly getting calls out but it's great because of my like four line or whatever it's called you know mm -hmm. I, I know that I'm going to be getting these opportunities when I'm getting a call so like as much as I want to be home like do I really want to be home um right and then you can also I also would recommend to you know use your um like your strategy to, you know, decide, like if you're like, oh man, do I go out or oh, do I like, whatever, you know, use your strategy and then you're also your inner authorities, which I don't know. I actually think I have your chart stuff because I'm a creep and I love charts. <laughs> so, but we're going to go ahead and move into the authorities. So Jess, can you just explain overall, like what that means? Right. So, um, Authority is um, what you're going to use as, um, how do I want to word this? A, a way to kind of like check in with yourself. So the best way for me to describe these things is to just like give you examples and kind of explain 
what each one is but there's there's like a ton so we're just going to touch on like a few of the popular ones that i've come across that are popular um so uh the a good one is the sacral so somebody just said that right mm-hmm. okay so if you're a sacral authority um what that means is your sacral center is defined and the way that you're going to check in with yourself. So if you want to like quit your job, start a new job or something, whatever it is, um, you can just ask, you need to like wake up the sacral, which is kind of like a whole other topic. Um, but to people that have the sacral center defined, um, they, can do sacral sessions is what it's called. So the sacral responses are uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh. So like if you have little kids that are little generators, um, they're probably saying like uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh, and that's their sacral response. But, you know, a lot of parents just not knowing, you know, tell them to say yes and no. Um, But so the sacral responses are good for like kind of like quizzing yourself like you can just ask yourself different questions say like well you should probably do it with somebody else um but you can just say do you like broccoli do you like chocolate and they make them like yes and no questions and just do a quick uh uh-huh uh-uh answer and then you're going to throw in your real question like should i quit my job Uh uh-huh and then it kind of like gives you the answer does that make sense? I feel like I'm like trying to shove like so much information into one very short time. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So basically it's like in my language, like in Becca land, it's like a lie detector test. So yeah. it's like, you know, what I, like plugging yourself yeah. in and like how people say we're following our gut, like your gut, so to speak, is going to be your sacral energy. So you just kind of like, are are conditioning yourself in this series of questions to just like let loose and let the sacral energy answer. So it's like, do you like broccoli? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like this? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like this? Uh Uh-huh. Or like whatever it is. And then it's like, do you like go, like, do you want to go to Florida? -uh. Or do you want like whatever the question is you throw it in. And this is something you've talked about that you're working into your sessions, right? Like when you're doing one-on-ones with people, because it is kind of hard. You can't do it by yourself. And it's kind of hard to explain to somebody who's not like going to be biased to you. So um, just really listening to that. Now, you know, for somebody who is like really in tune with their how they normally feel and how they don't normally feel. Yeah. I mean, hate on that and listen. Like, I mean, I think that's totally like doable and you could even like, if you wanted to have like a true, like sacral session, cause that's like, what you're really doing is like waking up your sacral because I never say, uh, huh. Or, uh, uh-uh, you know, I mean, like, I, I guess I do sometimes like not thinking about it and that's, like the truest way of like knowing that, you know, like your sacral like answers, but you just get so conditioned to not say those things that it makes it a little hard. But I also recommend you could also like record yourself, like record yourself, like asking questions and then like play it back or just have somebody that you're close with just, you know, write up your own questions or tell them to write them up and then sit there with them. And just have them, you know, ask it. So I think it does help to have somebody else or something else outside of your own, like yourself at the time, like asking the questions. It just makes it easier to respond, you know? Yeah. Meditating on things totally, like, helps too. Yeah. Jess, I did want to talk about just maybe like one or two other authorities. Mm -hmm. Um in case anybody's on here with them, but I didn't see anybody else's. Okay, well, there's um, a few more that we can kind of talk about. Um, the There's one, it's self-projected, and I'm pretty sure that's strictly projectors, but I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> 
So that just means, because let me say too, the sacral authority is going to be strictly generators because um, having the sacral defined is what makes a generator. Um, so just an FYI. So only generators and manifesting generators have the capability to do those sacral sessions also. Um, so everybody else would have to kind of use their another authority to kind of tap in and see, you know, what's like really right for them. Um, a self-projected authority is one. And that just means they have to talk it out with somebody else, which is kind of like different, but they just don't have that internal um, thing to go to. They they have to talk it out with somebody else and kind of see it in another person to then um, they have to see it like reflected in somebody else to then come to their own um, idea and like conclusion of, you know, what's right or wrong for them. Another authority is the emotional authority. Um, so the big one with that is, and I think that's what I am. I say, I think that's what I am. <laughs> that's what you are too, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so an emotional authority, the biggest thing with that is that you, if you have an emotional authority, if you're emotionally defined, that means you have your own specific emotional wave. So there's three different kinds of waves that you could have. Um, I'm not going to really go into that, but it's just, you know, there's one that goes like slowly up. And then like it falls down. One's kind of like a soft, easy one. Um, the point of it for an authority is you don't want to make a decision when you're high or low on your wave. You're going to want to ride out your wave until you're kind of at a neutral spot. That makes so much sense for me. Mm -hmm. I think it does too. <laughs> Which it, it is really true because we all have our own different waves. So you need to be aware of what your wave is. Because even on like a normal day, you know, if you're feeling like super happy or if you're feeling like super down, I know that I have felt this way. Like I just go through a couple of days or like a week of just feeling like down for no real reason. And I've realized that it's my emotional wave. And I think it's, I've, I'm trying to still narrow it down, but I've come to the conclusion that it's about every like three weeks that I'll go through this, like I'll go through this wave and I'll then I'll just have like a not bad week, but just you can feel diff you feel different, like emotionally. And so that's like just really important too for somebody to know, because so many times people will be like, why do I feel so down? Why do I feel so depressed? But it's just your wave and you just have to ride it out. I'm hearing like whether it's the emotional authority, the emotional wave, or it's the moon, or it's the cycles, like it's all energy, right? And like we will go up and we will come down. It's just knowing that when we're like down, when we're energetically low to like give ourselves a little bit of grace and be okay with that. And then just be like, I'm not going to be hard on myself this week, you know? And like Jess is saying, I'm not going to make any like really super important decisions when I'm like, pissed off at everybody and like upset with myself. You know what I mean? So, cause I've totally been there and I've been there recently. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes I just want to be like, F everything I'm done, you know? And it's like, you don't want to do that whenever, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like we all have our waves. We all have our things. So it's just honoring that, you know, honoring that in the same way we would honor like any other difference. Yeah, so I have, I've always kind of been like into health and wellness, um, but I've just kind of found it more in the past like six months. Um, and sorry, once again, um, uh, after finding human design, I've realized too that, um, you know, each chart really is different. And there's things like willpower in your chart, there's things like, um, like, being like a perfectionist in, in different areas. So it's just, there's different, 
there's different sections of your chart that can really help you to, you know, keep a goal. Um, you know, willpower being one. Um, I personally don't have will defined in my chart, which doesn't mean that I don't have willpower. I just can um, feel it and express it in like a huge amount. I can either, you know, have a little bit or like a ton, depending on where I am and who I'm with. So just using those different aspects um, of a chart to make the best decisions when it comes to your health and wellness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've been helping a few different people with just the different, um, you know, aspects of their health and their fitness. Um, and I just like love it so much. I, I get so much joy out of like seeing people like succeeding with like even like the smallest little goals. But, um, you know, I never thought that I would like it so much, but I just love checking in with people and asking them and them telling me like, oh, I lost another two pounds. It just like makes me so happy. Um, but <laughs> so yeah. <I> cry. <laughs> <laughs> it just like honestly is like the best feeling because like I personally have lost like 20, actually 20 like some pounds. Um, and I've just like, I just felt so much better. You know, my energy levels are better and just, you know, my own like mentality is better. And I just want more people to feel this way, you know, and it's so, I say it's like so easy. I mean, it was pretty hard to start up, but it can be easy. You know, you just have to find what works for you and everybody's different. Like we've been talking about with like all of our charts. So that's just what I want to do. I really want to help people find themselves and, you know, help them with their health goals and wellness goals. And I think it's awesome and like really unique because I don't know, like, I don't know that anyone's really doing this right now and like linking the human design system with mm -hmm. health and wellness goals because it's so true. Like it's great to have a personal trainer. It's great to have a nutritionist. It's great to have all these things. But like when you can understand that, like you, you can almost like predict that I'm going to get frustrated and kind of like like get frustrated about it and then like go off on, on my roof or whatever you said okay <laughs> i know that's like a totally different thing but <laughs> but really <laughs> so well, you know that a manifesting generator is going to get frustrated in like yeah. not wanting to do xyz for their you know whether it's like cooking or like whatever it is you know and you just can like address that you can address that with them on like this human level and it's not just like here's your diet plan eat it and it's like well this is great you know like you can see and treat the different types differently and then like incorporate their chart into how you plan, yeah. plan this out so you know I, I think it's a super cool thing Hey guys, so that wraps up part two of the human design conversation with Jess Rahupa. If you're interested in learning more about your human design or possibly scheduling your own personal session with Jess, please check the show notes for the best ways to contact her, whether it is through her website, Instagram, Facebook, email, please reach out to her. She has put a lot of time and effort into becoming a certified human design specialist and is very eager to share her information with you. So if you're curious about getting your free chart or having her analyze that chart for you and just explain how that human design can work for you, again, please go over to the show notes, reach out to her, and we will see you in the next episode.